Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. Eight to ten, tune in. It's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I've been coming right here. You have the place to be. It's a poor get mentioned and it's all for free. Ooh, we. And you know where's that? With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. Right with a purpose. So everything is worth it. An educated platform. Something you can work with. Read it. Yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Hello, open mind. Yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, good evening. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. This is Keisha Green, and tonight's show is the Literary Jewels Literary Award. I am super excited, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Tonight, it will be me, Keisha Green, and the grid, excuse me, Joey Percy Newton, as my co-host, and he will be announcing the nominees as well as the winners, and it is the winners of the Literary Jewels Literary Awards, showcasing the greats in the industry. This is an annual show, and, you know, the voting polls were open for, like, three weeks. So I want to thank the readers. I want to thank voters. I want to thank you all. Um, I'm just super, super excited about this. So, yes, definitely, if you have any questions, comments, you know, feel free to call into the show. 718-508-9827. Also, the chat room is open. If you want to say something in the chat room, you can do so. But in order to post a question, you do have to create a profile on the Blog Talk Radio page so that I can, you know, you can post the questions. Otherwise, you'll just see what's being posted in there. I'm going to try my best to multitask because I'll be, you know, on Facebook letting the winners know over there as well as trying to post them here in the chat room. So if I neglect the chat room, I am apologizing way in advance. But I will be on Facebook posting the winners. So if you are not my Facebook friend, my page is um, public. So you can just go over there to Keisha Green, www.facebook.com slash one Keisha Green, Keisha, K-I-S-H-A, green like the color. So, yeah. It is tonight, the night that everybody has been waiting for. So, yes, it is the Literary Jewels Literary Awards, and I'm super, super excited. Let me bring in my co-host so we can get this show started. Oh, my goodness. Welcome, Joey. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I, <laughs> I, was, I was running late. I didn't think I'd be able to get my tuxedo pressed in time, so... But I'm here. I got on sneakers and I got well. I got on one sneaker and one UGG that I had to borrow from somebody. Me too. But I'm look, good. I, look, I couldn't get dressed. I couldn't get dressed up. I had on some leggings and some UGGs myself and a sweatshirt. So okay, well <laughs> we we're matching. We're matching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was just letting the listeners know that this is the Literary Jewels Literary Awards, and I want to thank you for agreeing to be my co-host. Oh my goodness. Joey, let me just say that, like, when I thought about 
who was going to co-host with me, I didn't have to think hard. You immediately came to mind. <laughs> so you you decided for can I cuss? I can't cuss. Should I be professional? What? I don't know what cuss. to do. You can cuss. I, be you. <clears throat> so when you were going over the list of people that you wanted to help co-host a literary show, you went and found uh-huh. a nigga that barely reads. <laughs> Yes, no, I like read. that, right? I love to read. Cool. No, I, I, I really, I really, I, I love to read. My, I don't, I don't really do nonfiction that much. I, I'm sorry to say that I'm not an urban fiction reader as much as you know maybe the listeners out there are, but I do read a lot. I like to learn. Okay, so yeah, all right, so like you're not a fan of the urban fiction, but you're a fan of nonfiction. I can dig it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not. Nothing it's wrong not with that, that I'm all. not a fan. I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. I just, there's not very many titles out there that have uh, struck a chord with me yet. Yet. Oh, I'm okay, well, you need to... a Keisha Green book in your life then. That's all that is. Insert my shameless plug. I did read your latest uh, thing, Miss Nasty, you nasty. <laughs> oh my God! You sound like you're judging me. That's fiction. It is a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, you're nasty. So I'm, I'm an, I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit. Come on, you can't call me nasty. It's erotica. The title was insatiable. Did you really think I was going to be talking about how to fry chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I it's do, okay. I get that. A, I get that a lot. I do want to say okay. though, uh, seriously, uh, I I am mm-hmm. honored to be here and uh, announcing the winners. Uh, a lot of these people have worked hard and they're good at what they do. And so I am honored mm-hmm. to be working with the hardest working woman in the literary business. Oh, bless you. you. Thank staff. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was just talking about that. That's so funny. Um, shout out to Alphadeek Banks. I was just talking about that with him. Um, yeah, so one woman show this Keisha Green engine and it's so crazy. I talk I talk about myself in third person, like, you know, like I'm not really me. Um, I say my whole name like I'm just not Keisha, but that's only because in this industry, when I go to different events or when I talk to people, they don't say, hi, Keisha, how are you? They just go into Keisha Green, da, 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 da. And so it kind of sticks. It's like Keisha Green is like, um, it's a brand now, a part, you know, a part of my literary jewels brand, writers like Chats, Beaver Books, Inc., and so on and so on. So, yeah, um, I do a lot of work for a lot of people in the industry sometimes behind the scenes, sometimes you know it's me, and I love what I do. I I wear a lot of hats in this industry, so I see a lot, I read a lot, because on top of what I do, I am an avid reader and a book reviewer, so I come across a lot of talent, talented people. So with Literary Jewels, um, I like to showcase, because I'm self-published and proud, I, I guess I'm a little biased and I always lean to the self-pub authors, you know, because I understand their struggle as it's my struggle. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, Literary Jewels is my brainchild because I just wanted to give, you know, authors a place to shine and, you know, be recognized because sometimes they do get overlooked, you know, with the mainstream authors. So, yeah, Literary Jewels, um, the site has been around for years. And I just, I enjoy this. This is just another extension of, like, you know, a highlight. If you want to get on my good side, talk about books and literary to me, and I'll talk to you all night. That's how I feel. But, yeah, the awards, now, please, see, please focus, because I'll go left. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, see, you, you you open up a door for a whole bunch of niggas to be in your inbox. All they got to do is just talk about books, and bam. Nah, that's a lie, because if you get in my inbox talking crazy, I will talk about you on my radio show that I host with Sean Sinclair <laughs> Digital Foreplay. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> this is all I'm going to say. Don't do it to yourself. Come so, in my inbox if you want to. <laughs> so before before we get into uh, the nominees, um, so if I okay. was to write a book and I wanted it published and I came to Keisha Green, what could Keisha Green okay. and her business do for me, Joe Percy Newton? Oh, see, what I could do for you from A to Z, if you once you have typed the end on that manuscript and you're ready to go, I'm going to walk you through the entire process of being self-published if you want to do self-publishing. If you're interested in, you know, signing with a publisher, you know, with the majors, um, I would walk you through that as well. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be holding your hand through the whole entire process. Um, you know, the editing, your graphic design, your typesetting, your format, your marketing, your promotion, your book review, your beta readers, all of that. I'm going to do it all and, you know, present it to you so to make the process as simple as possible. But I will hold your hand. I, you know, on top of all the other titles that I hold, literary consultant is another title, and that's exactly what I would be doing. You would be hiring me um, to be your consultant to help you through that process, and that's something that I do. And, yeah, for anybody who's interested in needing that type of help, insert my shameless plug here, www.keishagreen.com. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> but um, all jokes aside, though, seriously, um, yes, I, any part of the process, even if you have written the book and it's out there, um, and you're looking for more exposure, you're looking for advice, anything, because I love social media. I am a social social media enthusiast. So we can talk about book blast, email campaigns, and anything that, you know, pertains to getting your book the exposure that it deserves. So, uh, again, you know, just hit me up and talk to me, and we can work together, um, which brings me to another, another point with this, um, you know, the Literary Jewels Awards, is that this um, – these nominees are um, came about from the peers, from readers. This was six about six to nine months of planning of going back and forth with emails. Shout out to those who did not get bothered by the multiple emails that I kept sending over the summer. Um, Facebook posts, if you follow me on Facebook, you saw I ask questions all the time in regards to this, and this what it, this is what it was for. So yeah, about about nine months altogether, it took me to get these listings, um, this listing together. And it was the peers. These people, these people voted for these people to make it on this list, and then they voted again to see who would be the best of the best. Um, I saw, you know, I obviously I put this all together. So I saw the listing. Congratulations to all of the nominees. You are all literary stars to me, win, lose, whatever, um, you know, if you do not win tonight, it is nothing personal, but 
let's get you out there more. Let's get some more exposure. Here's my shameless plug again, www.com. If you wanna if if you wanna win this literary award, if you even just wanna get nominated, I think being nominated is an honor. That means you're recognized by your peers, you're Absolutely. recognized by your readers. If you wanna get to that, all you need to do is believe and invest in yourself and keep on writing. But I will say this. So do not write no bullshit because readers as customers, right. readers are probably the smartest customers there are. You can't bullshit your customer. Can't do it. They're not falling mm-hmm. for it. And you only got one time to really mm-hmm. fuck over somebody with some bad business or some lazy writing, and you might mm-hmm. lose a customer. So, Yeah, 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 definitely. Let me insert my literary jewel there. Um, please. Invest in an editor for your book. I don't care what it is. Invest in an editor. I say time and time again as a reader, it is not my responsibility to try to figure out what you, the author, is trying to convey. That's not my job. I'm there to read your book for entertainment, and if you are doing everything but and you don't understand the difference between certain words, grammar, and all of that, go back to the drawing board. There's no rush for you. You don't have to put your book out because you see books are being released every day. That doesn't have to be you. Take pride in yourself. Take pride in your craft. And just it's your book is an extension of you. I look at my books as my babies. Um, you know, it's a, re, it's a representation of me. So nobody's perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. But don't just put it out there. You know, you wrote a book, you sent it to five of your friends, they told you it was fire, and you uploaded it, and now we all got to be subjected to this. No, invest in yourself. <laughs> invest in a quality editor. And don't listen to your friends. They're gonna, they probably going to lie to you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're Your friends, and it's no disrespect, they're just going to tell you that's fire because they don't want to hurt your feelings, but that might just be what they're thinking. It's fire, but then you see someone – um, someone else might get it and be like, mm, I don't know if I would have did that. You know, your best friend is going to give you five stars. I might read and give you three, and then you're going to be looking at me sideways. But don't look at me sideways. Oh. I'm being honest. Go back to your friend. I mean, what? I understand that a lot of authors, a lot of artists in general are sensitive about their shit, but I have seen so many beefs pop off from somebody telling somebody that their book wasn't really all that good. And right. they were telling the truth. But then a beef pops off. Mm-hmm. So if you're writing a book or if you're in the business to get compliments all the time, you might be in the wrong business. Right. Just right. Be in right. The wrong right. Business. So are you ready I to get this popping? I definitely agree. I am ready to get this popping. I am definitely ready. So I'm going to leave it up to you and, you know, let you be great and get off with go, you know, start with. The first award of the night. The first award. All right. Mm. I, I, I feel like I need a teleprompter or some envelopes or uh, <laughs> sound effects or something, some music. I I, I don't know. Um, but the, what do you, uh, what do you want? You want some clapping? You want some clapping? You want a doorbell? What? I, I don't know. I feel like I need elevator music or something, a band or something, like theme music. I don't know. Okay, you know I what know. I'll I feel do? Like I need I, you know what I'll do? You 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 announce the nominees. I'm gonna give you some hand claps, and then you gonna tell us who the winner is. How about that? 
How about no? Let's just, let's just, let's just do this. Oh, and I, and I do want to okay. say, man, look, uh, everybody out there on, on on the internet, I'm not online right now, so I just want to tell you, I may or may not fuck your name up. But don't talk shit about me if I fuck your name up, because I'm going to come back and I'm going to find you. I'm sensitive. Fuck that shit. I'm sensitive. I'm just pointing. <laughs> but I, 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 That's I might right. And so, yeah, if he messes up, yeah. Yeah, if he messes up, blame, blame, just blame it that he didn't pronounce it correctly, but you don't have to go on Facebook and start no E, E, thug, war, no subliminal posts. <laughs> None of that. It's Jeff in the war I show. Mean, he made I, a mistake. He said he don't read y'all books. So what makes you think he know how to pronounce oh, your name? Oh, oh man, see, <laughs> but look, <laughs> you have to I'm go. Sorry. <laughs> look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean after, that. I didn't mean that. After this, jokes. Please don't beat me she up. She meant that shit. She meant it. Look. After this award show, a lot of y'all books is gonna blow up because people people are listening. They're curious to know why you won this award. So more than likely, your your your, your book is gonna blow up. But um, yeah, back on the name. Right. If I mess it up, that's y'all fault for having all these fancy author names with all the hyphens and the uh, all that shit. Whatever. Uh, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. The nominees for best male urban storyteller are. I feel like I should have an awkward pause here. Jaquavius Coleman. Kwan. Am I going fast enough? Should I go slower? Faster? No, that's Julie fine. Miller. Said, okay, so you said Jaquavius and Kwan. Go yeah. ahead. Jaquavius, Kwan. June Miller. Al Sadiq Banks. And Silk White. Drum roll, please. Ooh, nice. Oh my god! All that stuff. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. Best male urban and story the winner color. for Jaquavis. the wow. Yeah. Go ahead. Go and ahead. the Go winner ahead. for the best teller of 2017 is uh-huh. K1. Oh wow! K-1. Awesome! Congrats, K1. Congrats, K1. I mean? For best male I urban. Need I need see. I need music. I need draw. I need. All right, I'm gonna give you. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> Could have had that on deck. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got that on deck. I'll give you the hand clap after you announce. After you announce. After you announce the nominees, that's fine. Okay. All right. Let's move it right along. What's next? Move it right along. Literary, the nominees for Literary's Best Kept Secret for 2017 are Keith Kareem Williams, Blacktop, Peter Mack, did I say that right? Peter Mack, uh, June mm-hmm. Miller, and Clever Black. Mm. Okay, clever black. Okay, wow, that's that's kind of hard there. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm listening. Wow, Keith Williams, June Miller, clever black, and who else? I'm sorry, who who did you say? <laughs> I forgot Peter, that. I, 
Peter Mac. Peter Mac, yes, Peter Mac. Peter Mac. Okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this war, this uh, literary's best kept secret. This is what this is. Um, um, underrated authors. Is this is that, is that what that is? Yes, equivalent to? yes, exactly. Yes, like these authors are very talented. Um, they're not considered mainstream, but they're out there on their grind. They write great books. They you know they sell a lot of books. Readers love them, but I don't know what happens, but I call them literary's best-kept secret because there's some talent. There's definitely some talent there. So, yes, again, congrats to to all of the nominees, all of the nominees, definitely. So who's our winner? The winner for the best-kept secret of 2017 is Keith Williams. Oh, nice. Congrats. Reeve, oh my goodness, the that's awesome. Where's the clap? Where's the clap? Oh, damn, the clap. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm nervous about? Wow. You know, so the whole month and a half that I've been anticipating doing this show, you know what my biggest fear mm-hmm. has been? My what? biggest fear has been coming off like Steve Harvey and saying the wrong damn name. If you don't knock it off, really? <laughs> I mean, for real, man, I've been watching that video of him saying the wrong name. I mean, well, I, I think I watched that shit a hundred times. The embarrassment that was on that man's <laughs> face. It was just, that was some brutal, <laughs> awkward shit. Uh, it's okay if you if you if you do something like that tonight. Guess what? Just like what they did with Steve Harvey, you can come back. I'm putting it out there now. 2018, he's gonna be my co-host again. There you go. Problem solved. So fuck it up if you want. He's coming back. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the next the next award goes to the best female urban storyteller. Um. Is there anything you'd like to say about these ladies? Oh, Before I mention. urban female urban um, storyteller, these ladies they they do their thing. They they really do. And um, again, congrats to them. Um, it's wonderful. It's it's just definitely wonderful to be able to you know to have to be you know as talent, talented as they are because this was at one point like a male dominant um dominated industry to a degree and to see these ladies out there doing their thing some of them are self published some of them are with major publishers so to see that the self pubs and the majors are right there toe to toe you know putting out good books and the readers are enjoying it um definitely 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 okay. it's a good thing so, so uh, yeah the uh, nominees for the 2017 Best Female Urban Storyteller are Ashley Antoinette, Kiki Swenson, Portia Sterling, Brenda Hampton, and Wahida Clark. Did I say her name right? Nice. Wahida. Yeah, you did. Wahida Clark. Wahida, yep. Yeah, nope, nothing wrong with that. Okay. okay. <laughs> and the winner. <laughs> yeah, you said it. You said it. The winner is Brenda Hampton. 
Ooh, congrats, Brenda. You go, girl. Well, it's a clap. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. This is, are you, you okay? Everything is straight? You all right, Joey? I don't want no problems with you. I'm, okay. yeah, I'm straight. You know, you know what's missing? <laughs> you know what's missing? What? The acceptance speeches are what's missing. That's like the best part of any award show is the acceptance speech. Oh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Nobody definitely. Well, you know what? Um, well, I want to say this for those who are listening and um, the winners that we have announced, if you are in touch with them, if they're listening, you feel free to call in 718-508-9827, and you can give your official acceptance speech right here live on the air of the Writer's Life chat, so feel free to do so. But in the meantime, we'll, have just, you-, you know, we'll keep going with the show. Go ahead. How, how's that working? You're, you're tagging the winners to let them know they won or something? Is that what you're doing? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. That's what I'm doing. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. That's so the, the next the next uh, category for 2017 is Best Christian Fiction Author. And the nominees okay. are – now, this is a clever name. Enjoy, or does he spell it E N Joy? Uh huh. Yep, E N Joy. Yep. Okay. Well, that's that's clever. Enjoy. <laughs> that's, that's I like yeah. that. Mhm. Um, Denora Boone, Toria Christopher Murray, Kimberla Kimberla. I'm sorry, Lawson, Roby, or is it Robbie? Uh-huh. Roby. Okay. Roby. Okay, and Kim Cash Tate. Nice, nice. And the winner of the 2017 Best Christian Fiction Author is Kimberla Lawson Roby. Awesome. Nice, nice, nice. You know what? So I'm gonna accept this. Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to do that. I'm no, I just, I just, I'm, oh, fuck, I'm just fucking around. I just, I just, I just always wanted to do that. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was waiting. I was like, "Well, let me hear his speech. Let me hear it." <laughs> what, what were you I getting ready to, to hear say? It. Um, what were you I was gonna to say, say that. Um, because, you know, Christian fiction, um, I want to say this. A lot of people, readers, you know, they're fans of Christian fiction. Then you have the people who say, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to read Christian fiction because it's boring, it's too churchy. But I just want to let you guys know, as a reader um, who I've read, I've read books by these authors, that it's not churchy. It's not preachy or anything. It's good storytelling. The only element might be that something happened in church or it's a family, you know, that, that you know, the somebody might be a reverend, the first woman, all of the stuff. It's just regular life stuff. And when I tell you the stories are just as scandalous as your best urban fiction novel, I'm trying to tell you. They of do, course. They do some wow. stuff just, Why wouldn't they just be? like anybody else. 
Exactly. They're they're human. It reminds me like the stuff that you um like if you guys are fans of that show Greenleaf, it's the same thing. Christian fiction is telling you a story about dysfunction. Dysfunction. But don't get me wrong, there are some Christian fiction stories that are just pure like you know, love God, you're going to go to heaven, and blah, blah, blah. They, they have a message of faith and, you know, and, you know, confidence and all that other stuff that goes along with it. But the other ones, this Christian fiction stuff, like, yeah, it, it's scandal. It's scandalous. So, yeah, definitely. That's all. You, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, mm-hmm. The next <laughs> – the next category is church people scandalous, boy. You know what? Now I am curious. I think I might have to go get me a title. You got any suggestions? No, never mind. I'm going to find my own. I'm going to find my own. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Uh, okay, I, <clears throat> y'all gonna have to excuse the church folks gonna have to excuse us because we going from y'all to the 2017 best erotica author. Hot damn! I mean, I, I'm not really sure how we go from this to that to this, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you judging. You judging. You judging. Cut it out. It's- it's okay. It is. It is quite okay. Like that's how we, you know, we shift gears like that. We 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 can do that. We can do that. Okay, moving right along. Uh uh-huh. The nominees for the nominees for <laughs> the 2017 best erotica author are Zane Sh- Shakir Rashan. Did I say that right? Mhm. Okay. All right. Allison Hobbs, Cairo, and T. L. Hayes. Got my envelope here. And the winner oh, of wow. the 2017 erotica author is Zane. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh wow, Zane. She does her thing. She really does. Yeah, hands up. That's awesome. This is your uh, yeah, this is wow. your, your genre, isn't it? This is where this is where you make your paper at, ain't it? <laughs> um, as an author, um, I I describe the genre that I write in as, as chiclet. Chiclet meaning the stuff that you see on Lifetime, but I do like to dabble into erotica. Erotica to me, erotica is easy. It's an easy genre to write in because you're just describing sex. Rather, it be something that you've experienced yourself or that you want to experience. You know, you get to use your imagination, and the more graphic, the more intense, you know, you're just like, wow. Some things, some erotica, it is that shock factor. Like, God damn, he did that? She said what? He would, you know, he put it where? All of that. It's in erotica, <laughs> anything goes. Anything. Anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what would you say uh, separates 
the different. I mean, you can uh, you can only do so much with the human body, or can you not? Oh, I guess you can't. Listen, yeah, you can't listen, Joey. If I get, if I'm gonna send you some links to Amazon to show you in the erotica category that there is stories about anything and everything. If you can dream it, imagine it. There is a book. I'm talking about erotica where men or women are having sex with animals, with their uncle, with their grandfather, what? with their brother, with their father, with their bro- everything you can think of. Grandma's having sex, grandpa what? having okay. sex, okay. grandma okay, having no. sex with a donkey. What? You can do it all. You can do it all. You know what? I know. We I felt the same way right one along. day. Somebody told me a link. Somebody told me too. And when I went over there and saw it, I thought I was like, this shit is bullshitting me. Sure enough, I went over there to Amazon and the thing about it was the craziest part is that these books were bestsellers, like certain genres where incest, we call it incest, they call it incest erotica, like they're having brothers, siblings are having sex and these are bestsellers. The nasty, the kinkier, the better. Like, these books are selling 200-plus reviews written over there. Like, it was just, it was crazy. Like, I was blown away. It's kind of like walking into, have you ever been to an adult store? And, you know, in the back, oh, they got the section with the allegedly. movies, and then they got them in different genres? No, I've, I've been there for research. For research. Mm-hmm. I've been there for research. <laughs> if you saw me in there, it was oh, okay. research. And they got, uh-huh. they got okay. all these sections of these type of porn. And, yeah, I was blown away. I didn't think that, like, 75-year-old women were having sex until I saw Granny Paul. I said, holy smoke, Batman. Look. So, I mean, what did you – you didn't think Granny was having <laughs> sex? You didn't look into your own future? You didn't think – what's the cutoff age? I mean – I was just thinking at 75, my back hurts, my leg hurts, I got arthritis, I got all these ailments. I ain't trying to do all that crazy stuff. Can I just lay there? Do you know what cures all that shit? (laughs) (laughs) What? Sex. (laughs) 22 minutes to 20 minutes. However long it takes to do it for that time. Your mind no, is you don't understand. These old, this granny porn, this granny porn is old lady granny porn. Like, they look old. They don't look young. They look all of 75, 80 years old, boob-sagging, wrinkly, like, for real, gray hair with the little grandma glasses okay. on. Like, they got to get it in, too. <laughs> Baby, okay. pick your titty up. Throw it over your back. Oh, my you are too much. What? Too much. No, I'm. <laughs> anyway, I mean, think about it. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm trying to imagine Granny porn here. If the titties is hanging down to your knees, you got to lift them up, get them out the way. They in the way. Anyways, whatever. We didn't come here to talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Any right, other, any other nominees? Does any other nominees write Granny porn? Because if so, I'm gonna look into that. Nobody? Anybody? It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I lost a customer. Teach a customer. I have to look into that granny porn Anyways, um, the next category is for the 2017 Best 
graphic designer. See, now this is what I like right here, the graphic design. Um, these are the people who pretty much design the book covers, right? Correct. No. And all those okay. e- all those um graphics you see that are that people post up that's promoting their book. Oh Lord, so that's I know I, I have designer. literally I've literally seen all of these people work as much as as, Absolutely. as promos as I've seen. I've definitely seen all these people's work. Okay. All yes, right. you have. So, you definitely have. Alright, so I, I wonder like I always wondered, like, where do y'all like where do y'all get the models for the like is it is it like people who just do stock photos of attractive yes, people? Yes, and why yes. Do, uh, that's what ahead. it is? Okay. I mean, yeah, there's so stock, why? I was going to say, I'm going to answer you. There's stock photos, and there are people, there are graphic designers who have access to photographers and models where they will t- have the picture taken, be used for the cover. It is a little bit more costly, but that means that makes your cover very unique because what I hear on Facebook and people often gripe about is stock photos. Because the stock photos, the if same the graphic designer did not purchase, Right. If you didn't purchase that stock photo and you just snagged it, what happens is you got five authors with the same stock photo, just manipulated a different way, but still, it's still the same, um, you know, stock photo. I just saw an author complaining about this last week, and she posted up three different book covers with the same image. So, yes, when you get a graphic designer, Ooh. you have to ask, or is that title, is this cover, the stock photo, is? do you own it, did you purchase it, if not, how much is it? You know, all these things go into a go into um, a factor. I mean, I know for when I put out my book um, in 2009, and even if I did, I paid not only the photographer but also the model that was used for that cover. But that guaranteed that there there you were not going to see her on any other book cover looking like how she looked on mine because I purchased a couple of photos so that to make it unique. You know, did that was it costly back then? I paid seven hundred and fifty dollars for that. But you know, now times have changed. You know, it's eight years later. It may not be that high, but again, you put money into something, you know, to make it yours. I wonder why. I wonder why people don't put ugly motherfuckers on the cover of their book. Because it, it just seems we to me like it. It. I don't want to see no ugly person on the cover. Why not? Like, come on, man. That's reality. That is reality. Like, when you walk out the door, All right. you rarely Joe, ever... you put it on your cover. Put it on yours. You know what? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, when you walk out of your door, especially especially when we, like, when we talking, like, super hood novels, like, when you live in the hood and you walk out your door, you don't be seeing all these fine, fly people outside. It's a bunch of ugly motherfuckers outside. It's more uh, ugly motherfuckers than it is good-looking motherfuckers. So I figure somebody ugly on a book cover ain't going to cost you that much. Hell, some of these authors can be on their own book cover. Uh, you got it? <laughs> Y'all got to excuse me. I take my medication. Authors- there are some authors who are on their own book covers, so yeah, that's that's true too. You um, you can definitely do that. You know, put yourself on the I book cover that one. way. You don't got to worry about not. anyone else. I ain't seen none. May may uh, I don't I ain't seen oh, none. Not not a one. Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> link, link me to one. Link, you know what? I'm gonna write a book, All right. and I'm gonna put ugly motherfuckers on the cover. I must just start a whole new market. Don't nobody copy me when I take off either, because it's my idea. Fuck that. Shit. Okay. Okay. Y'all, y'all running right. out of good looking so, people. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm just saying it's, y'all running out of people. Running out of people. But anyways, the um, nominees for the nominees for best graphic designer are. <laughs> Hold on, I, I got to get myself together. All right, so <laughs> you are too funny. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, okay, so the nominees for best graphic is like 2017 best graphic designer are Brittany Williams, Justin Q. Young, Mario Designs. Uh, is it Navi or Navi? Navi, Navi. Robin. Navi Robin. Sorry, and uh, Deshaun Taylor. And nice. the winner. Nice, nice, nice. The winner for the, okay. the best graphic designer is Brittany Williams. Oh, congrats, Brittany. Hey, uh, Brittany, if you're listening, I'm, I got a book coming out. and I, I, If you know any ugly motherfuckers, I, I really would like for us to do business. Um, yeah, I, I'll be in contact. Anyways. Congratulations. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. The next. The next uh, award goes to the best literary radio show, and the nominees are Less Chat, Black Authors Network Band. Um. Diamonds Literary World, um, WBMG Radio Show with DJ Gatsby, and Beautiful Butterfly Show. And the winner of Best Radio Show, Best Literary Radio Show for 2017 is Let's Chat. Oh, nice. Let's Chat. I've actually I've been a guest on all of the shows all of that were around <laughs> all of them. I've been a guest as an author. I've been a guest on the show and they everyone they definitely they put on a great show. They are all equally talented in their right and like so that's wow, that's hard. That's um that's a tough one, but yeah. That's awesome. But you know, congrats to Let's Chat. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So the host of this chat, um, Let's Chat is Miss Tony and Miss Leisha. So definitely kudos to you ladies for that. Hardworking. Awesome. Hardworking ladies in the literary radio business industry. Yeah. So it's, the a, next... it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work that goes into that. You know, I mean, I've been hosting the Writers Like Chat for nine years. And, like, seriously, I remember when I first started out doing this show, there was only two people on the, on, the, on the show, me and somebody that was out there listening. 
And I was like, wow, I just knew that everybody was going to tune in and listen to me. But I kept at it. I'm still here nine years later, and it's awesome. I love my show, and I love, you know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, Back up. What? You just straight straight up skipped over your first co-host like they just didn't even exist. Like. I I did my first show with whoever that was. There was nobody, whoever, because I no, because I didn't know who it was. I didn't know it was. I didn't have a co-host when I did the Writers Life Chat and it debuted. It was just me, me and somebody out there in cyberspace. Because when I looked, when you know Blog Talk, they gave you your your statistics. It said one listener. I don't know who that one listener was, but thank (laughs) you, whoever you were. (laughs) <laughs> hey, but you you know what? Um, what I've learned is uh, the blog the blog talks uh, stats that shit is not correct. Like there's more people listening than Ooh. what it says it is. It's not correct because oh. you got people listening. Okay, so I had two yeah. listeners. I had two listeners. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Congratulations to Let's Chat. I know um, there are literally. Millions and hundreds of millions of radio shows out there um, in mm-hmm. the literary world, specifically just alone. So just to be on this list, um, it's it's a good thing, man. So y'all keep doing y'all's thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. Did you even give them? A, did you give them a clap? I thought I did. You want me to clap again? You want me to clap, you want me to give yeah. them a clap again? I can. All right, congrats to Lex Chat for Best Literary Radio Show. Yeah. All right, so uh, the next category is for uh, Best Editor for 2017, and the nominees are Ooh. Latoya Smith, Joy Lynn Ross. Did I say her name right, Joy Lynn? You did. Kiara Northington, Victoria Christopher Murray, and Carla Dean. And nice. the winner. And the, and the winner, winner is. You're going to go into the winner just like that? You're going to go just like that? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I thought I would announce the winner and then you talk about. I know editing is something that's near you're passionate about. So go ahead and talk about the, what goes into editing. That's a tedious, tedious job, especially when you got a lot yes. of new authors out there who can't really spell or read or form a sentence or do any of that stuff right. So kudos to everybody on this list. But go ahead. It's work. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of work. Being an editor is a lot of work and you know, some people, some writers believe that an editor is a miracle worker of words. If your book was garbage to begin with, you can't expect the editor to go in there and make it this masterpiece. They only can work with what you give them. And take your editor's suggestions. Don't think that they're hating on you or anything. The editor is there to polish your words and make it better. You know, but they can't rewrite. They can't rewrite what you wrote because then it becomes their book and not yours. So, Editing is more than you um, hitting spell check on your manuscript and your Word document. That is not editing. Um, purchasing the Grammarly software and running your manuscript through that is not editing. 
um, you need an editor, and there's different, you know, roles of editing that, you know, different types of editing. You have your, your content editing, your copy, copy editing, your developmental editing. You have just the regular, just making sure that all everything is making sense, you know, besides just the spell check. It's just so many different layers, and people skip this step. They, they skip it. They, they have someone proofread something, and they believe that that is an edited version, and it's not. That was just a proofread. It's, it's that. And stop believing that you can get a full manuscript edited for $50. Remember, you get what you pay for. And if I can't stress enough, check your references of the people that you are paying to be your editor. If they can't supply you with an editor list, you know, a client list, ask them, well, what books have you edited? And when they tell you, go over there to Amazon and read the reviews. If you see three reviews that say the editing was horrible, you should run, and that should not be the editor that you pay. Point, point, period. That's all. I get off my soapbox. Okay, so. No, 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 no. <laughs> the name of the show is Literary Jewels, and you're dropping literary jewels. There's a lot of authors or aspiring authors, more so the aspi- aspiring authors out there that's listening, that are learning a lot from everything that you're saying. So this this is, I think, this is probably one of the most important, if not the most important. I mean, because the editor is, like, directly sitting in right. between you and your readers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what I see also is, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off, but what I see happening is that an author will spend more money on their book cover than they do on their editor. That is a problem because your book cover can be beautiful on the outside, but when I open it up and it's a bunch of typos and it's, you know, grammatically incorrect, that takes away. So what happens is that book that you put all your money into on that cover and all, all it's going to take is a, a couple of reviews to say the editing is horrible, and guess what? No one's going to go and get your book. Now, there's a difference between, you know, someone posting a review and being malicious and versus giving you constructive criticism. You know, everybody, you have to also remember to have, you know, thick skin that everybody is not going to like your book, and it's nothing personal that they do not like your book. It is just what it is. They didn't, they, you know, they didn't particularly care for that content. It doesn't mean that you're a bad author. It just means that it didn't, you know, resonate with them that they enjoyed it, and that's okay. But, again, if I can't stress anything else, please pay for an editor. All of those people that are nominated, they are quality editors, quality editors, and you, um, you know, you have to budget for it. If you can't afford it right now, put some money away for it. Don't cheat yourself on the editing process. Because it will, That's it can make yeah. or break Ooh. your career. And you know what? The editor yeah. isn't going to, the average reader isn't even going to think about the editor when they open your book up and it's fucked up. They're going to think about you, your fucked up shit. Right. So just make sure right. that you choose the right editor. That's all about investing in yourself, man. That's a part of investing in yourself. Your book is your baby. You spare no expense. And making sure your baby is right. right before the customer gets it. Because you only got one time to fuck up with readers. One time. I mean, unless yeah. you already got some books yeah. that, you know, that are out there. But if you're a first-time author, you only got one You only got one shot. One. Mm-hmm. So don't cheat exactly. yourself. See, we got, it, see, we got into this 
I don't even remember if I announced the winner yet. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. You haven't. You haven't. Okay. <laughs> you haven't. Who, who's the winner? <laughs> and, and see, we rambled on, and they're all, all, all of these nominees are like, damn it, just announce the damn winner. Then y'all can get into all that shit later. All right, so the winner, Toya Smith. Congratulations. Oh, nice. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. Okay. Pay for your editing, yeah. man. Pay for your editing. Good Lord. Mm, mm, mm. For real. For enough. real, for real, for real. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Moving on. Next category. Moving on. Next category is uh, Best Literary Promoter and slash PR Rep. And before, mm. before Keisha gets into this, I'm just going to go ahead and name the nominees and the winner. Uh, so the winner, the nominees are LaShira Lee, Dawn Michelle, Ella Curry, LaShonda Hoffman, and Papaya Wagstaff. And the winner nice, is... Nice, nice, Drum roll. The winner <laughs> is... Uh, Ella Curry. <laughs> Ella I tried Curry. to do a little drum nice, roll. Nice, like... nice. <laughs> okay. Congrats. Okay, I want to say this. I want to say this. Best Literary Promoter and PR Rep Fellow Promoter Myself it is a lot of work that goes into being um, a literary promoter, and it's bigger than. Hello. For myself, it's I study social media marketing. I take classes on it, and I pay attention to what's trending, what's what's the good time to post it, what to say, and all of that. On top of not just promoting a book, but also offering exposure to people you know, authors for their books to readers because you have to know your audience. And I want to say this literary jewel, authors, pitching your book to other authors is not is not social media marketing that's spamming. Hell no. They're trying to do the same thing as you. So you have to, yep. it's more to it. If you need, if you would like a tutorial on the different, you know, ways to promote yourself successfully on social media, please Hit me up, www.keishagreen.com. I will gladly give you a consult. Um, you know, we can set something up for you to discuss what your promotion options are. But, yes, it's a lot of work. So these ladies that were nominated, they are hardworking. I see them. I, you know, it's no easy plight, and I commend them all for, you know, being consistent, being productive, and being effective. So congrats to I, them for, as I well as, you know, I, I, yeah, cool. Absolutely, and I, I personally don't think they I, – I don't think they get enough work. Like, it's too many authors out there not not paying for this stuff right here. Like, this is something that's um, – this is – you know what? I said editing was the most important, and it might be, but running a close second is the people who are going to promote you because yeah. your, your reach is only but so far. They got the means to reach Correct. far and wide, and, you know, while you're sitting here – Promoting your book to other authors, you know that's like 
start. I need to use that analogy the other day. That's like going to Burger King and setting up a grill in the parking lot. Like those people are your competition, mm-hmm. not not your competition, but they're your peers. They're not really checking for your book when they're trying to do the same thing you're doing. You need somebody that's gonna reach out to actual readers and probably touch a base of people that you can't touch yourself. Everybody's fishing and swimming in the same pond, but these people have access to, you know, different waters than what you're used to. And this is, you know, this is a very, this is a very, very important process. Now I did want to ask you about the PR part. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So the, the, they promote, I understand the promotion part, but the PR part, can you explain that a little bit? The PR that... part, public relations, public relations, basically, Offering offering exposure outside of just social media. Social media is great. You know, there's bloggers, there's you know, online literary sites, places that you know are that want to know about you know new authors, new books, this, that, and the third. But PR is just a bit a step outside of that. Talking about magazines, physical magazines, physical um, newspapers, radio, rather it be online or actually radio shows. Um, press kits, sales sheets, talking to bookstores, talking to bookstores about, um, you know, them carrying your book on their shelves. PR person, it's a lot, you know, that goes into it. There's plenty of days that I spend a lot of my time on the phone talking to bookstores, booksellers, and different magazines trying to get my clients different type of exposure. So it's a lot. It's just it's not just oh sitting on Facebook and Instagram posting some graphics, you know, a couple of hours out the day. It's more than that. It's about getting, you know, true exposure, you know, PR, public relations, you know, the people that are speakers who have a story to tell, getting them speaking engagements and so forth and so on. Mm. So it's a lot of work. And maybe covering up your shit when you say something stupid at a book signing, something like that? Do they do uh, that too? Yeah, you know, PR work. A PR work, yep. Yeah. Um, damage control. So, I mean, we talk about people that work when your ass is at home sleep. Very important. Right. Your book is constantly being right. pumped by people when you're asleep or at work or taking right. care of your kids or doing whatever it is you do, they're working for you. When you can't, Very when you can't do it, that's exactly Right, when they can't do it. That's one of the reasons how I got into doing promotion, book promotion, was before I left my 9 to 5 to pursue this um, literary stuff full time, I used to complain, like, dad, I work 9 to 5, I'm married, I have children, how am I going to promote my book? And I only could promote my book, you know, early in the morning before I went to work or my lunch break at work and then after dinner around 9, 10 o'clock after the kids are in the bed. And it was three times a day. And then, you know, then I would get mad because I didn't have any book sales because I didn't have enough time. So I said, once I decided to do this full time, I said, you know what the void is, fill it. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And that's how I became to do what I do, because I know that there are people who are not doing this full time and they need someone around the clock to promote their book while they're at work, while they're sleeping, because the Internet does not stop. It's open 24 hours a day. So you have to make sure that there is content out there for people to read about or think about. That's why there's email blasts, you know, newsletter campaigns, all of that stuff. That's that's what ha- that's what happens because it needs to be out there, and that's what you pay for. 
So if you sitting around wondering, damn, how they get that many book sales? How many? How how they making that much money? How is it they able to write another book while this one is being pushed and blah blah blah? It's because they paying for somebody to promote them. This is a very important. I mean, it's right. important. Like you're if you're trying to make money, to I don't see how them, you. I, I don't see how you not making money. You making money without them. So these are right. very important people. We again. I got into all of this. Did I announce the winner? Um. Yeah, we, we did already. We're actually moving on to the um to the next category. Okay. <laughs> we're doing, we're doing Congratulations, Ella Curry. Remember, I Curry. saved my pitch. I, yes, I saved. Remember, I saved my pitch. All of that until after. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we can go right on into the next category. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, man. The bit, the business, it's the business side of everything is what I love. You know what I mean? Like writing right. books is cool. Being a writer is cool, but it's the business side that I get excited about. Like so. You know, that's I'm I'm learning for me. I'm I'm learning. I'm helping y'all learn, but it, this is a part I, I'm excited about that. But anyways, um, right. Category is is best web series for 2017, and the nominees are 848, The Other Side of Brooklyn, The Hand I Was Dealt, Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Respect life, and the winner is the hand I was dealt. Nice, congrats! 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 Oh wow, that is definitely dope. Congrats to um to Trey and. Still white over there with the hand I was dealt. Um, I started watching the hand, hand I was dealt when it first came out, and very, very good. I like to see, I like to see, you know, the direction that these guys went in because these category, this category best web series, um, it's awesome because these guys are authors. They're authors first, then they got into web series, and so to see their stories play out in front of the camera was actually really dope. It was really dope. These really, um, really, really, really dope. These these specific authors, are, you know, they I admire what they doing a lot. You know, video is my thing. So, video editing, what they're doing is almost two times the work because then they working on a book and then they working on promoting a web series and then there's directing right. and writing and editing and blah blah blah. You know, so it's you know, congratulations to those dudes, man, and ladies. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Congrats to them. That's pretty dope. Pretty, pretty dope. Okay, all right. Moving right along. Moving right along. So, um, you're gonna have to tell me the difference between this category and a couple of categories ago. Um, but this is for uh, the 2017 best romance author, and the nominees are. Tessa Irvin, uh, Tia Williams, um, Sadika Johnson, and uh, Suzette Harrison. Suzette Harrison. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And, okay, the, and winner the winner of 
the winner of the 2017 Best Romance Author is Chessa Irvin. All right. Congrats. Thank you so much. So, what's the difference between romance novel and, 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 and erotica? Um, romance is a love story. There's a happily ever ending, excuse me, a happily ever after ending type thing going on, or it might be a cliffhanger, but it's just romance. It's about love, um, you know, meeting a man, finding the, you know, finding the man, marrying a man and being happy. You know, it's just romance. It's definitely chiclet, um, minus the drama of, you know, he broke her heart and she killed him. You know, it's just, you know, it's basically, it's, they usually have the ha- they have the happy stories, but they do have some you know some drama. But yeah, it's just about love. It's just a love story. So it focuses more on love instead of fucking. Right, and whereas erotica is more, there's not really there it, erotica. There is a little bit of a plot, but it's um, but romance gives you more that's going to really sell you on the story. Like for people who are um, familiar with Nicholas Sparks. Um, bestseller, The Notebook, that was a love story. That's romance. That You know, that's a romance novel versus, you know, um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Even though there's a love story okay. in Fifty Shades of Grey, it was more so about, you know, the erotic side. So, me. Got you. All right. All right. Awesome. So, congratulations to the nominees and the winner. Yeah. Moving right along to... Uh, Best nonfiction book. This is my favorite genre. Um, okay. So okay. the nominees, you know, I, I just like to learn. I like getting knowledge out of people's heads and reading it off the page. I, I like learning. So that's, you know, my, my genre. But anyways, um, uh, the the nominees for the 2017 best nonfiction book is are um, – we're going to need more wine, stories that are funny, com- complicated, and just cut off. Stories that are funny, complicated, and what, Keisha? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my bad. Um, what is it? Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. We're going to need more wine stories that are complicated. I don't know. Wait a minute. i got to pull it up. It's Gabrielle Union's book. Let me go oh, on there to Amazon because I want to say this right. I want to. I want to say this right. I don't want you know to disrespect anyone because that's the worst thing when somebody says your name wrong or don't don't have your whole title. But the title of the book is "We're Going to Need More Wine: Stories That Are Funny, Complicated, and True" by Gabrielle Union. Okay, and. Uh, the next one is Around the Way Girl by Taraji P. Henson. And the next one is uh, this one is also cut off. Awakened Woman Remembering Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Remembering and um, Reigniting Our Sacred Dreams. Oh my goodness. Um, That one. These these books in this category are definitely um, they're good. They're good, but um, Dr. 
Yeah, my phone, what's it called? My speaker. My speaker went out. Okay, I'm still here. Okay. I don't think they heard the last part. Oh, okay. Um, about um, the awakened woman. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, the awakened woman. The awakened woman um, remembering and reigniting our sacred dreams. I'm sorry. Bye. Oh, I'm sorry. Bye, um, Dr. I'm saying it like y'all were supposed to know who it was because I knew who it was. My bad, y'all. I ain't got no home training this time. My apologies. <laughs> I, ha- I was having a moment. I was having a. I was having a little technical difficulty because my um my Bluetooth thingy, my AirPods, they weren't acting right. But I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. You, you straight now? You straight? I'm straight. I'm straight. I hear everything. Everything is good. So do um. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah, we did. So, Gabrielle Union, Taraji P. Henson, Dr. Teray Trent, and who's the other nominees? The other nominees. Uh, the other book uh, title is uh, Black Privilege by by Charlemagne the God. And okay. I can't make this up. Life lessons by Kevin Hart. Mm, okay. And the winner nice. is. The winner is uh, Miss uh, Taraji P. Henson. Oh, sookie, sookie now, cookie lion. Did you tag her? I saw that. I saw you. Uh, you uh, t- tagged Charlemagne the other day to let him know he was nominated, and he, and he, and he hit you back. Yes. I wonder if he's listening. I wonder if he's listening, Charlemagne. Are you listening? Um, <laughs> right? That would be nice. Could you imagine? If you like, calling in, talking about why the hell did not win. Like, my bad, Charlemagne. Giving you donkey of the day tomorrow. They voted for you. Uh-huh, I'm getting donkey of the day. <laughs> Like oh my goodness, but you know what? I appreciate. I just appreciate. Um, you know, I tagged all of them in this um this category because for the nonfiction, surprising enough, you would have thought that the nominees not not saying that they wouldn't have been famous, but they would have been just you know regular Joe Schmo type of people. But it was awesome that these you know these celebs have you know taken the time out to write these books. And people have been able to appreciate and the things, the jewels that were dropped, they're resonating with them to help them live better productive lives. And just knowing that through hard work and determination that you too can, you know, live out your dreams. So when I tagged, um, when I, when I commented on Charlemagne's post to say, you know, congrats about another award he'd won for his book, I was just like, you know, congrats. And I also want to let you know that you're nominated in my awards for, um, best nonfiction book for Black Privilege. So you know he he came back and he said thank you, and that's great. That's all you know. So he was appreciative, I believe. So he didn't have to do that. So that was cool. But yeah, congrats, congrats to all of them. It's dope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially Cookie. So moving right along, um, <laughs> the. the uh, not the uh, the next category is best book reviewer for tw- uh, well best reviewer for 2017 um, and the nominees the nominees are uh, Jonathan Royal uh, 
Radia. Did I say that right? Radia? Radia? Mm-hmm. Radia. Mm-hmm. Which one? Radia. Okay. Radia Hubbard. Radia. Hubbard. Hubbard. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Tiffany okay. Tyler. I'm apologizing to her. Maybe she might not like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiffany, uh, I said Tiffany Tyler and um, or Sayer Simmons. And the That's winner for uh, the winner for best reviewer is um, or Sayer Simmons. Congrats. So, So um, I, I feel mm-hmm. like this is also a, a, an important job, and I probably they I, I personally yeah. think they probably don't get enough credit, and I'm probably willing to bet they've been called haters more times than they can count. Yes, for doing yes. their job. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, man. Yes, yes, yes. This is also very important process and getting your book sold if you wrote some hot garbage everybody telling you it was good all, all your people your immediate friends and family are telling you it was good and you feel accomplished because you wrote a book there's nothing wrong with feeling accomplished because you wrote a book writing books ain't easy but these are the people that's going to tell you if it's good or not and if a reviewer tells you that your book is solid then you know you got a good product. But if they tell you it's mm-hmm. not good, they're not being a hater. They're just doing the job that you asked them to do. So Right. Learn to take, you know, constructive criticism. I said that earlier in the show. Have thick skin. Everyone's not going to like your book, but if they don't like your book, you know, if they say something like, okay, I hated the way Kelly did Joe in your book, it made me mad. Don't get mad at them for those words. Feel good because that means that you as the author, you were able to take out that, bring out that emotion in them, the reader, that right. they are really hating your fictional character. That's a good that's, job. You know, Don't that's, take it as bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, so, again, you know, that's almost a thankless job. That's one of the most thankless jobs in the industry, they spent a lot of their personal time reading your work, and they didn't like it, or they liked mm-hmm. it. But either way, you should appreciate right, it. Right, and, yeah, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to make you better, or it's going to make you rich. <laughs> One or the other. You can't, <laughs> you can't lose either way. Right, um, right, definitely. And those reviewers, all the reviewers that were nominated, um, I know them all personally, and, you know, we have a a rapport with one another. And those reviewers, those are the real deal. Like, if you want somebody to give you five stars just because, no, that's not going to happen. Those those readers, those nominees, they they do their thing. They're serious about it. You know, they do video blogs about their books that they read. They always are talking about books. And Orsaya, like, for real, for real, her life. I love books. I didn't think I loved books. and Like, I thought I liked books, but – or say it loves books, like seriously, you um and she gives feral reviews and she she dissects the book from beginning to end. So if you're looking for, you know, 
someone to send your book to, um, you know, authors listening, the nominees, all of those, those, excuse me, those reviewers are people you should be networking with. Instead of sending a firm request to another author tomorrow, send a firm request to one of those. They're book reviewers. You need them in your life. Mm. You really need them in your life. Like, you know, I, I right. want to walk back on my editing thing. Like, all these people have a big, big part to play in your book, and they stand in between you and your pockets, and so, you know, and your audience. So, you know, this is, again, this is important, and they're, these these are the people that take a lot of time out of their, you know, out of their lives to review your book. And you got to love books to do this job. This, this is the one job you have to, like, you got to love doing what they do in order to do it. So, Congratulations to Osea or or Sayer. Yep, you put it right. You put it right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, okay. I just wanna just to keep um okay, we got we have twelve minutes left before the show is over with, so let's let's get on with our next category. Okay, so we, we got we got three categories left and the next uh the next category is best digital press publisher and um the Nominees are Raquel Williams, Leo Sullivan, David Weaver, and Miss Shan. And the winner okay. of is uh, Raquel Williams. Congratulations, Raquel. Oh, okay, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Cool. Um, I wanted to Sorry, real briefly just say for those who are not those for people who don't know what a um a digital um press publisher is, it is someone who publishes ebooks. Um that's where their a majority of their books are their ebook authors. They publishing other ebooks, not so much as the paper, you know, paperback, but it's the ebook industry and they're catering to that. That is about for those who did not know. I'm sorry, Joey, continue. No, okay. So um the next, we got to move right along, people. I'm sorry. Um, the uh, next, the next top category is I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Best digital press publisher. Oh, wait, we already. Oh did no, that. we, so we only got one more. So, yeah. So then no, we only so got one more. Left. I, did, I sent it to you. No, you have two more. It's for the ebook author. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. If you look what I sent you, you see it underneath it? Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. So the best ebook author uh, for 2017, the nominees are Jessica Watkins, uh, Jade Jones, and Miss Lady P. And the winner is. Miss Lady P. Nice, nice. Okay, so the same concept with the digital press publisher, same thing with the ebook author. She's found success, you know, with being, you know, releasing ebooks. So congrats to Miss Lady P for that. Yay! Okay, and we're down to the last category of the night which um is uh the reader's choice literary legend award oh that's the big one huh 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the nominees are Al Sadiq Banks, Shannon Holmes, Eric Jerome Dickey, Tyree. And the winner mm. of Wow. The winner of the Reader's Choice Literary Legend Award is Eric Jerome Dickey. That is um that's super dope. I wanna just say real briefly with that the literary legend, those nominees, those authors have been out um for ten or ten years or more. They found success um doing, you know, what they're doing. You figure Eric Jerome Dickey has been signed with a major his entire career. He's a New York Times best selling author. Shannon Shannon Holmes is a New York Times best selling author. He was um, one of the first to be offered a six figure deal from a um, major back when he released his debut novel, Be More Careful. Um, Omar Tyree, he is like the the father of urban fiction because without him, with the release of his book, his debut novel, Fly Girl, we wouldn't even be calling this urban fiction. They We call this urban fiction because when he was signed to the majors, they didn't know what to categorize his storytelling as, and he told them, it's urban fiction, and that's where it, where it was birthed from. So there you have it, you know, with that, and so he – he and now it's a gift and a curse because now if I put if I write a book just because my name is Keisha Green and there's a black person on the cover, they're gonna put me in the urban fiction um basket. But my story might be about white people or whatever. They don't know, but because my name is Keisha Green, they're gonna stick me over there. But it's still again, you know, he's done his thing. As for Alcidique Banks, Alcidique Banks has been in the industry for twelve plus years. He's the author of over 13, 13 novels. He was one of the first people as a self-published independent author to sell in his first year 90,000 copies of his book. So they all equally do their, you know, have done their thing and made a contribution to this literary industry. So salute to all of them, but definitely congrats to Eric Jerome Dickey. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know so, that's a mouthful, right? <laughs> <laughs> And we made it through another year of the Literary Jewels Awards. Yes. And I would like to congratulate. I want to say thank you. And I want to congratulate all the nominees and all the winners. Um, You have really done your thing over the last year, and I wish you much success in the future. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It has been awesome. It has um, been great with you, Joey, being the co-host. You have helped me out tremendously, um, you know, help, you know, doing announcing the nominees and so forth. I appreciate it. Next year, um, listeners, um, you know, we are going to do it again. This is an annual thing. I want to say thank you to, again, to the readers, the people who have participated in this you know, process, and, you know, I think I'm going to continue. I usually do this in the summertime, but I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it next year in December. The the best, I think this is a cool way to end the year, you know, to um to be able to show all of the books that are being, you know, that were released. Because, for example, if I do the show in June and say, Joey, your book comes out in July, then you're going to miss being, in you know, included. So I think December is definitely a good time for us to do it. 
So um, I will be back next year on the Writers Life Chats doing this. Also, too, I want to quickly just say, give a shout-out to the 54 authors that have donated books for my Diva Books 12 Days of Christmas book giveaway. Thank you. I just, you know, I definitely wanted to shout them out because they didn't have to and they did, and I appreciate it greatly. Joey, any last words about you? Better, better yet, I'm going to say this. I want you to tell them, how do they stay in the loop with you? Because if you guys are not following him on social media, he's freaking hilarious. Like, I swear, he is hilarious. He makes me smile. He makes me laugh. Sometimes I'd be side-eyeing some things, but it's, you know, I just have to get out my feelings. But for the most part, I have a great time. Can you go make a black man blush? Um, no, well, I just wanted to say, well, thank you for allowing me to um to to host this, to co host this. It's been a it's been a pleasure. Um and you can actually I have a podcast coming out next month called The Whole Damn Show with Yes. With myself and um my partner in crime, Vincent Gully. Um and we're gonna talk about all everything dealing with us people, us. So um, hopefully I'll have Keisha Green on and a lot of the authors and everybody um, that was involved with the um, the show tonight. Have somebody come on talk to me about what you do, especially you know the editors and the PR people. I definitely need to holler at y'all. So if you're open to it, um, you'll be hearing from me or you'll be hearing from Keisha. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. A job well done, and that's it. Um, we're out of here. And, again, salute to all the nominees and all the winners tonight. And I guess in my Russell Simmons voice, good night, God bless, and we out. <laughs>